Hello, and welcome to A Senior's World. This podcast is for you if you are walking in the silver years of life. Here, you and I talk about topics that directly and indirectly affect the quality of our lives as senior citizens. My name is Gerald Austin, but you can call me G, and I am your host. Let me begin this week's episode by wishing all the grandparents out there a happy Grandparents Day. And this week, we're going to talk about grandparenting. And I know a big smile just spread across most of you guys' faces when I said grandparenting. But we're going to more specifically talk about having to raise your grandchildren. Or grandparents, of course, for whatever reason, to take on the responsibility of raising their grandchildren. Now, I know that smile probably just disappeared from your face. Because when we think about grandparenting, we think about the opportunity to spend time with your grandchildren, to shower them with love and spoil them, and then send them back home to their parents, right? Right? Grandparenting is a quick stop by to say hello, a welcoming phone call, a weekend stayover, or an extended stay. We get to love our grandchildren from afar. Now, afar doesn't mean different continent, different state, although that could be the case, or it could be around the corner. What it really means is that we're not responsible for the daily activity in their lives. That's left to their caregivers, and usually that's their parents. Yesterday, I opened up a my Facebook page, and there was a picture of my grandson from 11 years ago. And it made me smile because I thought of how much he's changed and how much he's grown into a young teenager now. And it felt good to see that development in him. That was like a grandparent moment that I had. And for most of us, that's what we think about when we think about um, grandparent, watching our grandkids um, develop into mature, responsible individuals. However, for millions of grandparents, the emphasis is on parenting when we talk about grandparenting. And that's because for millions of people, grandparents are raising their grandchildren. It's now called kinship care, when a family member outside of the parents um, are responsible for the care of the children. And this responsibility can come from death, divorce, illness, abuse, abandonment, prison, or a myriad of other different type of reasons. However, statistics seem to suggest that the primary reason for kinship care is drug abuse. One or both parents become addicted to drugs and they're no longer able to care for the well-being of their children. So the state steps in and they remove the kids or the children from the household. And they call you as the grandparent asks, can you step up and take responsibility for raising your grandkids? This can be on a temporary basis or it can be on a long-term basis or a permanent basis. But you agree to step up to the plate and take the responsibility of raising your grandchildren. And in most cases, in most cases, it's not just one child. There are multiple siblings that come to live with a grandparent. Now, the question is, what are the socioeconomic realities for a family with a primary caregiver or provider as a grandparent? 
Now, let's couple that with the COVID virus. And how that's changed our lives in so many different ways. From taking a walk to going to the store, to how our children are educated, from going to work. I mean, all these different aspects of our daily lives has been drastically changed by the COVID virus. So how does that come into play when we talk about grandparents raising their grandchildren? Let's step back for a second and look at the numbers. In the United States, there are over 4 million children being raised by grandparents. 4 million. On the other side of that statistic, there are over 2 million grandparents raising their grandchildren. 29% of that number is made up of black families and 17% of that number is made up of Latino families, which means that black and brown people represent 43% of that number. Now, I always say that when black and brown people dominate a statistic, that cannot be a positive statistic. It just doesn't work out that way. The vast majority of these households are made up of grandmothers being the primary provider. And the average income for a home with grandparents raising grandchildren is less than $20,000. $20,000 when only the grandmother is present. That's the case for over 1 million households. Needless to say, these families are living well below the poverty line. I think the poverty line, the federal poverty line, is like $29,425 a year. So again, needless to say, they are far below the poverty line. Now, what kind of stress does this bring about? Surprisingly enough, a lot of the grandparents don't look at it as stress. They do studies, the grandparents look at it and say, look, I had to step up to the plate. I had to do what I had to do. Those are my grandchildren. Right? It's about love. It's not about stress in those situations. Now, that's not to say that stress does not play a major part of that relationship or the dynamics that's going on inside that household, because it does. It does for a bunch of different reasons that we're going to talk about. But if you were to ask the grandparents about it, they will not talk about the stress aspects of it. And studies also show that grandparents who raise their grands tend to live longer and are much more mentally acute than their counterparts. But that's because of the devastation that isolation and loneliness has on the elderly. Isolation and loneliness is the equivalent of smoking 23 cigarettes a day for an elderly person. That's how devastating isolation and loneliness are on the elderly population. So, grandparents, elderly people are taking care of their grandkids. That isolation and that loneliness is removed because they have someone or some ones who are actively living in their house with them. So, if you want to look at it like that, that's a positive. But again, we are not saying they're there. That that household is void of any type of stress and physical or mental as a result of having those kids or those grandkids moving to the house. Just think about the energy level and the physicality that it takes to raise kids. Just think about it. Do you think that you would have the same energy, vitality, 
stamina that you did 20 years ago when you were raising or 30 or 40 years ago when you were raising your grandkids? I know I don't. My grandkids come over. It's like this whirlwind, um, whirlwind of energy that just runs through the house. Like, oh, I love you, but y'all got to go home. Right? So there are various issues that come into play when a grandparent takes on the responsibility of raising their grandchildren. Finances. Again, we just said that $20,000 a year is typical. So now you've been living on $20,000 or $29,000 or $30,000 or $40,000, whatever, by yourself. Now you have the responsibility of spreading that same income amongst you and one, two, or three, or four, how many other grandchildren that you bring into your house. It's a financial difficulty. It's a financial stress on that household. And we know how much it costs to raise a child, much less two or three kids, especially when you're on a fixed income. School supplies, food, daily living, incidentals, all cost money when you have children. Children are very expensive. So, a grandparent who brings their grandchildren home to live with them has to deal with the issue of finances. Now, that state organization that called you and asked you, could you take your grandchildren? You've got to talk to them about the finances that go along with them. Yes, your big heart said, please, these are my grandchildren. Of course, I'll take them. You've got to also deal with the reality that there are going to be financial difficulties as a result of that. Ask the state. Each state is different. How much you can get if you're entitled to anything for your children because you're going to need their financial help. There's going to be another issue. The parents. How do you deal with the relationship, the ongoing relationship that that child or those children will have with their parents? Now, unless there's a stay-away order issued by the state, the parents are free to interact with their children. Now, your grandchildren love you. And they're going to appreciate everything that you do for them. But make no mistake, your grandchildren want to be with their parents. They want to be home, living in what they perceive to be a normal relationship with their parents. So when the parents come by and stop by to pay the kids a visit, there's a certain atmosphere that is created as a result of that visit. And when that parent leaves, there's a cloud there. There's a cloud there. There's a mental cloud that you're going to have to deal with. And it's not easy. But again, there are organizations, there are groups that you can go and seek help and talk to people. How do I deal with this situation? What's the best way to handle this? Because you can best believe the kids' minds are all messed up at that point in time. So you've got to rescue them in so many different ways from that scenario. How do you do it? Again, seek professional help that's out there. You have other grandkids. They want to come over and spend time with you. You're used to them coming over and spending time with you. You know, you are raising your son's kids, but your daughter's kids want to come over. How do you divide that time? How do you give them individual attention? Because now you've been given, you've been giving your son's children all this attention on a daily basis. How do you make time for your other grandchildren? I don't know. That's a hard one. But you're going to have to find out how you can do that. 
right? You got to spread the love. Again, there are organizations out there. There are people out there. There are groups out there that can help you deal with that scenario. You get the call. You say, yes, you're going to bring them home. And you do. But your home is a one or two bedroom apartment or house, a small house or whatever. How is that going to change? Can you bring them back to your apartment or house? Are you living in a uh, 55 plus community where um, you can't have children live with you? Will your landlord allow them to live with you? What are the discrimination laws that pertain to um, raising them? Can they tell you no? How do you allocate space for everyone now? Because you do need space. How do you make that work? Your housing situation has changed. Seek help. You got to take your grandkids to school. I need to enroll them in school. Who are you? I'm the grandparent. Do you have anything to prove it? I don't have to prove to you. I'm the grandparent. So I'm going to enroll them in school. It's not that easy. You're going to need some legal paperwork issued by the state that says that you are their legal guardians at this point in time. You can't go to a notary and have a piece of paper written up that says, I, Harry Smith, or Mary Johnson, do hereby proclaim that I am the grandparents of these kids and I am going to take care of them. It doesn't work like that. You need legal documentation to help you with that. And hopefully the state will provide that for you. Because if they don't, do you have to spend money now with a lawyer to get that paperwork done? Find out what the requirements are or what your state is willing to provide to help you get past that legal issue. Because you're going to need that. If they have to be rushed to the hospital and, uh, God forbid, some kind of emergency services has to be provided on that grandchild, can you? are you allowed to give the yes or no to that? If you're not the parent. Again, seek legal help for that. Again, your job. You are used to working 4 to 12. Or 12 to 8 or whatever your shift was. Now you have kids living with you that need to be fed in the morning, dressed, sent to school if they're going back to school, or if they're doing virtual learning, set up for virtual learning. Who's going to take care of them after school? Or are they preschool? How do you deal with those issues? What's your job? You can't lose your job, but you can't lose your grandchildren. Again, seek help. Find out what your options are. Talk to your job. See what your options are. But be prepared to deal with those issues. Education. Now, I don't know about you, but it's been a long, long time since I've been back to school, especially on a high school level. And we've all seen the show, Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? And it seems like the fifth grader is so much smarter than the adult. Well, in reality, that's because the fifth grader is learning stuff that you no longer remember. Right? You don't know what the president was. You can't do an algebra equation because you don't have to anymore. It's not important in your life. 
Those aren't things that you consume yourself with anymore. It's not on the front page of your daily activities. But if you're a fifth grader or a high school student, whatever, those are the things that you're dealing with on a daily basis. So, as a grandparent who is trying to raise their grandchildren, what do you have to do to be able to help them on an educational basis? That's not to say that your grandkids or a younger couple can help um, their children any more so than you can. No. But the reality is the average grandparent who's raising their grandchild has a high school um, education or less. And that's not the issue. The issue is what do you need to do, especially in the age of the COVID virus, because there's no teacher there right now to help them when they're stuck on a problem. It's up to you to be able to provide them with some kind of help or resources that can help them. So again, education becomes a big issue when raising kids. You don't want your kid, your grandchildren to be a step behind because it's hard to make that up as they go through the educational system, especially in a public school situation where the dollars aren't really allocated to a public school on the way, on the on the need basis that should be allocated. So those are different questions that you have to ask yourself and be, be prepared to deal with if you're raising your grandchildren or you face the prospect of having to raise your grandchildren. Now, there's a woman named Noreen who went through that. Let's just listen to her. Well, I'm sure I'm a typical story. Uh, my daughter and her husband were doing drugs and uh, the ministry apprehended the children and uh, I wouldn't let them go into foster care. So I was it and uh, they've been me with me ever since. So we're a family of three grandparent, uh, three children and one grandparent. My husband's not with us any longer and, and uh, my mom and dad, which would be their great grandparents, they're gone as well. So here I am. I'm it. <laughs> she takes care of us. She feeds us. She provides a shelter for us. She gets us toys. She buys us um, candy from the dollar store. Well, we go on trips like this with grandparents and grandchildren. Grandma takes us to Salt Spring every once in a while to see our my mom's or my big brother and his mom was fun she takes us on trips if we're alone like when we get grandma and just us time she takes us to other places like out for dinner and stuff you can hardly describe the joy of a little kid coming up to you and throwing his arms around your neck and saying i love you grandma yeah. when i get up at 5 30 in the morning and get the kids off to school and then i'm going doing whatever i have to do during the day and then the children are finished school 2.30 in the afternoon. I'm ready for a nap and I can't have a nap. Now it's time to start getting dinner ready. And after dinner, you got to pack lunches for tomorrow. That's the hard part because I am so exhausted that I can't wait to get into bed. I'm still working too. I work on the weekends and, and uh, I've had people tell me that I don't look as old as I, I am which I can't see it. I look in the mirror, I look very ancient to me. But uh, I think it's because I can't stop. You know, if uh, if I just give up, then, I, then I'll look, I'll feel as old as I look anyway. The children keep you going. It's always something. 
I think that like the grandparents group has helped me immensely because I know that I'm not alone. There's lots of people out there that have got just horrid situations. Well, the government doesn't help grandparents at all. I think they did have a uh, $100 stipend that they were, but it was eliminated and and now that's nothing hundred dollars to raise a child that's ridiculous they need to they need to do a reassessment and see how many people are in trouble out there and uh, help the grandparents out it's not easy being as old as I am and doing a second time around parenting and it's hard because I don't have a spouse so it's just me I'm the disciplinarian that's the part I hate about it the most is having to all I should be the grandma that's spoiling them and buying candies to rot their teeth not having to worry about where I'm going to find the money to pay the next dental bill it takes a whole community to raise a child I'm not doing it on my own there's a lot of people out there that I get help from the school community man those teachers that are looking for a stipend raise increase on their pay they deserve it I'm sorry, they put in so many extra hours and they care about the children and and uh, they're worth every cent of it. So I'm actually very hopeful that my daughter is going to take a much more active role in the children's lives. In fact, I know she already has been very active. As far as I would like to see, and I've got everything all set up, I'm not going to be here forever. If I've got 20 years, I'm lucky I get the children over the hump and uh, have a good basis for running their own lives. But, uh, yeah, I think that I would like to sit back and put my feet up once in a while and read a book. That would be wonderful. Down at the ocean here. It's great. So that's just one woman's um, story as to how she's dealing with it and things that she's going through. And the help that she's found and that she needs in raising her grandkids. So as you can see, it does change your life. It is something that requires a lot of assistance and a lot of thought. But um, you can do it if you had to. Again, it's all about the love. So let's just end it there. Let's just end it there. And as you can see, the door for discussion is always open. Uh, next week, we're going to talk about wills and other paperwork that's important to have as you get older. So join me next week, and more importantly, help me to help us be heard. A senior's world, a senior's world, getting tongue-tied here, is broadcast every Sunday. So please spread the word and be sure to leave your reviews, suggestions, and comments because a senior's world is all about you. Thank you and peace.